How well can you focus? How long can you maintain that focus? According to the book *Stolen Focus* by journalist and author Johan Hari, American teenagers can focus on one task for only 65 seconds at a time, and office workers average only three minutes. In this book, the author warns. All over the world, our ability to pay attention is collapsing. In his book, Johann Hari argues that our inability to focus is not a personal failure due to lack of willpower. But more the result of various external factors out of our control, including chronic stress, rising pollution, being forced to multitask, and lack of sleep, to name just a few. Now, multiple studies have found that while we sleep, our cerebrospinal fluid quite literally washes through our brain in rhythmic pulsing waves, flushing out toxic memory-impairing proteins from the brain. This means that if we don't get enough sleep, our brain doesn't get washed properly, leading to a drop in our memory abilities by 20 to 30 percent. Some researchers even compared the cognitive functions of a brain that's lacking in sleep to one that is intoxicated. So, if you've been having a hard time concentrating on anything, even what I'm saying right now, or noticing a decline in your memories, perhaps you should first take some time to assess how you've been sleeping lately. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was N Flying. Starting things off today with Good Pam. Now we all are struggling. I know I'm like a lot of people who struggle to find different ways to be able to get to sleep faster, or some of us、uh, fall asleep no problem, but have trouble staying asleep. It seems to be quite kind of a modern phenomenon for people not to really be able to get good sleep, but. If we have to approach it from like one step at a time, one way to get a good night's sleep is to have no unfinished business for the day. Naturally, we'll just sleep better when we are at ease, when we have nothing to worry about, nothing is bothering us, and well, nothing is on our minds. It's easier said than done, but we can reduce the amount that is in our minds. For instance, by、uh, you know finishing stuff. If we didn't quite finish something we were supposed to, or when we're worried about something that might happen the next day, because we're not well prepared, well, this is obviously going to affect the quality of us being able to fall asleep or sleep deeply. So, from now on, until our bedtime for the day, maybe we should make an effort to at least. Tie up today's loose ends so that we can have a chance to sleep just a little better tonight. So, listeners, how have you been sleeping? I know that some people around me、uh, haven't been sleeping because it's getting hotter at night here in Korea. And how is your focus? How is your concentration? And have you heard of or read of this book, Stolen Focus? Sounds interesting, no? <laughs> While I'm asking all these questions, I might as well ask, where are you? Our global roll call is coming up in just a moment. So tell me where you are and what you're doing, how you are doing. Tell me everything you want to get off your chest before you go to bed tonight, because your sayonder stories and anecdotes about anything and everything are always welcome here. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. So message me on Kung, right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr, or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com/englishkbs. 
if you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can leave your messages there as well. If you have a Korean phone number, you can also text me at sharp 8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. And of course, while at it, you can include any song requests, any tunes that you feel like listening to today. And then coming up in part two of our show, we'll be joined by Professor Cynthia Yu for our Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. Stick around to find out which movie or drama she'll tell us about today. All right, I'll be back with a roll call now after one more song break. Here's Taeyang with Naman Parabwa, Only Look at Me. It's been on my mind for a while. Gotta get this off my chest. One Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. Right now it's 5.23 p.m. And uh, it's uh, kind of getting a little hot for me even, right? It's getting to the point where like the first thing I'm doing in the morning is putting my hair up. So I think definitely summer has started, that's for sure. Right now I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yaido, Seoul. Where are you? It is our global roll call time. A chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now. Aside from listening to the radio, of course, where are you? Listener Yubiniko writes, Lina Unni, annyeonghaseyo. Since I started commuting this month, I'm so tired to suddenly wake up early in the morning. I usually have to have an iced Americano at lunch, but I held back today because I was worried my hands would shake, and now I'm even more tired. These days, I just pass out immediately after eating dinner after work. Is there anything else other than coffee that'll help me stay awake? Oh yeah, that's tough. Uh, Because you're still getting used to your new routine. Yes, it's quite often common to just get home and pass out right away. But I find that uh, once you do get used to it, you'll be able to manage your energy a little better. As for uh, other things to give you energy other than caffeine, um, I really don't know. But I think maybe trying tea might give you a little less of a crazy caffeine high. Um, some milder teas, caffeinated teas, or uh, like less shaky hands. Um, actually, just staying hydrated. That seems to kind of do the trick. Sometimes we're just really dehydrated, right? Well, good luck. Sally Jongbin says, 안녕하세요, DJ Lina. I'm here to listen to the radio again. Where I am, the sky is burping right now. Thunder rolling. I guess it's about to rain. It's cloudy, but I've finished all my tasks, and I'm listening to OFD. Thank you for making another one fine day. The sky is burping. I really like that. It's just imagining thunder in the cloud in the sky. That's a very nice way to put it. That's a very unique. Um, well, I'm not sure where you are. I don't know if the, the, the sky is burping here in Yoido, but uh, in any case, I think we're in and looking at um, any chance of rain at any given time from here on out. It is summertime. Look at Louie writes, Worked out so hard at the gym yesterday, and now I'm spending the day with muscle aches all over my body. But these days when I get muscle aches, I feel proud and think, ah, I worked out really well. I'm miffed that I can't go to the gym today because I have to go to the doctors instead. Do you like to exercise? I'm curious what kind of workouts you like to do. 오늘도 사랑해요, 언니. Love you. All right. Well, it's a good thing that you can't go to the gym today because um, rest and recovery uh, after when you're really sore after a workout is actually just as important as working out. 
right? That one day to give your muscles a, a chance to recover, um, it's going to make them stronger as well. It's part of the process. So maybe it's a blessing in disguise. I've been really into yoga um, most recently, but I haven't been able to be regularly on the mat for, oh my gosh, maybe almost a year now. Yes, it's really bad and I, I beat myself up about it, but what can we do? Just got to try and say, maybe tomorrow, maybe starting tomorrow. Yisunghyun533 writes, you look so nice today. The weather is crazy nice also. I woke up so early this morning. There was no single reason to do that. <laughs> anyway, I went outside right away and met the fresh summer breeze just in front of my school dormitory and it surely reminded me of something. But finally, I couldn't remember what it was. I felt strong nostalgia. It's weird. Is it just because of nice weather? I'm sure it is something in your memory bank that is being sort of tweaked and prodded and pushed, but uh, yeah, sometimes those are kind of hard to access, but maybe we can just enjoy the feeling of nostalgia itself. PSI Love says, 안녕하세요. Oh, the day feels too nice to go straight home. I'll listen to today's OFD at a cafe I like. What a wonderful idea. So glad that you decided to make a nice day to enjoy your weather. Ian Kang says, 안녕하세요, 정연 언니. I'm tuning into OFD at the doctor's. I'm happy and thankful to hear your voice again today. 오늘도 사랑해요. All right, well, I hope you get some good news and good stuff going on at the doctor's. And a uh, good thing that you're, you know, being very regular on your checkups. Hope that it's all, yay, positive prognoses. All right, let's look at song requests. We have one from Here I Am 0203 who writes, 안녕하세요, DJ Lena. It's happy quitting time. 오늘도 화이팅이에요. I want to request Stacy's teddy bear. All right, yes, that was enjoying a lot of airplay earlier. Um, I think last spring. Be happy to get that ready for you. Beatleys, it says, 정연언니. Unlike yesterday, today's weather is sunny, as if it's a signal that summer is really coming up. The weather forecast says it will be sunny and hot all through the remaining week. I'm now going to have pingsu to cool myself. Hot weather makes me run out of energy. But one thing I like about summer is various types of yummy pingsu. Do you enjoy summer snacks, such as pingsu or watermelon juice? I'd like to request a summer song I like, Dumdi Dumdi by Yoda Either. All right, yes, I think one of the funnest things to look forward to in the summertime is, of course, the summer foods. Uh, watermelon is definitely a classic summer fruit. I've already got to enjoy some this weekend. Delish, super sweet. Um, not a big fan of pingsu because I don't really like sweets, but I love all the cold foods for like cold noodles, all different kinds of cold noodles and, um, you know, like, uh, the cold beans soups that are popular here, anything cold, right? We have a great cold menu here in Korea. So looking forward to those. All right. Let's listen to these two requests back to back. First up, Stacy with Teddy Bear. And then after that, Yoda Idol, G Idol with Dumdi Dumdi. That was Dumdi Dumdi by Yoda Idol or G Idol. And before that, it was Teddy Bear by Stacy. JAL3631 says, Oh, the season of watermelon juice. So happy. <laughs> yes, see, these are the little things that we look forward to that really do help us get through the summer. Chongsook72 writes, DJ Lena, at least it's a little cooler than yesterday. There's a breeze in the air, too. Yakshi, I'm better at withstanding summer than winter. Even though it's hot, try not to have too much cold foods. They say lukewarm is better. Always be careful. But I can't give up iced coffee. 오늘 하루도 화이팅 하시고요. All right, well, I don't have iced coffee very often. Even in the, the, the hottest summer day, even this morning, hot, pretty hot morning, 
I had hot coffee. So maybe I'm balancing it out. <laughs> Tepe Warren writes regarding our opening, Hmm, but I can focus for two hours for OFD. I guess ability to focus depends on whether the subject or task interests you. If it doesn't, definitely our ability to focus will diminish. Yeah, definitely if the task or subject doesn't interest us, it, it takes more, more focusing power, right? Then um, as opposed to something that does interest us. But we are living in the world of very, very, you know, quick things, short attention span type things. Our songs are under three minutes long or our shorts and reels and all the TikToks. These are all like, you know, 20 seconds long. So it's kind of the way our brain is starting to adjust. Listener Dreamy says, Oh, Stolen focus. I was thinking of buying and reading it even before you mentioned it, but now I'm going to order it right away. There was a time when multitasking was all the rage, but they say this book is very against it. Mm-hmm. I'm against it too. <laughs> it's just the quality of all the little things I'm multitasking really isn't good. I really have, I, I need to single task or just double task. And I think that's going to be my limit. Pyongon says, hello, DJ Lena. Swamped with university coursework. I am supposed to be stuck at my desk most of the time these days. It seems to get harder to be on the ball 24-7 as we run up to the end of the semester. Still, I am trying to look on the bright side of it, waiting for the summer vacation to come. One sum- on summer vacation, I am planning to read some books, which I had put aside to focus on finishing my semester, only to make a long uh, to-read list. As a fan who has read almost every book you recommended here and there before, I would be happy as a clam if I can add your recommendation on the list. Are there any books that cross your mind amongst ones you've read recently? From Kujan to sci-fi, I'm into every story. Save for The Lord of the Rings, have already become a huge fan of the series. LOL. Oh boy. Now you're putting me on the spot. Haven't really read a lot of books um, recently. And the books I've read recently, actually, I was rereading books from way back in the day. Um, and I think the most recent one I reread was The NeverEnding Story. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, somebody mentioned it. It was in a show, and I have the book. And so I thought I'd just revisit it. Cause it's a lovely children's book. But other than that, yeah, I'm drawing blanks. I don't even know like what is out there to read and stuff. Hmm. Well, in any case, I'll try and think of other things. Or maybe your fellow Kong listeners or fellow OFD listeners can help you out with some great suggestions. Toyon9659 writes, 안녕하세요. When my exams end tomorrow, so will this semester for me. I can't believe the first semester of 2023 is already ending. I also can't believe how old I am. <laughs> to study harder for my last exam, I want to listen to an energetic and fun song. So I want to request DJ DOC's DOC wa chumer. Ooh, my goodness, we are going back in the day. That's a good one we haven't heard in a while, and also perfect for this coming summer. So let's all listen for our next song break, DJ DOC with DOC wa chumer. Dance with DOC. Uno, dos, one, two, three. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Listener Courtney Steeles writes, I love your show. I'm glad I ran into your show. Wow, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us here on OFD and for leaving us a little message. I, Toyon6436, is my queen. A little heart emoji. Thank you. Yoyer999 says, you look like a college student. Ha ha ha. I wish. Listener, I'm Kelly writes, I really dig today's picture. I love your reading glasses. They do look good on you. Well, it feels like Wednesday today. That's probably why it feels so tedious. 
There are times when getting through Tuesday is tougher than Monday. Ooh, sounds like the week is not going very swiftly for you. Hopefully it'll pick up the pace soon. Alicia writes, Back in the office today and everyone was super nice to me, telling me that my absence and three long handover emails has made them realize how much work I've been taking on all this while. They also said I looked refreshed and energized and that I should take more breaks. Meanwhile, I'm missing Korea very badly. While I'm not fluent in Korean, I know just enough to read signs, understand announcements, shop, and order food without difficulty, so Seoul doesn't feel that foreign to me. In fact, I ended up being made interpreter at some tourist destinations where the person presenting needed me to translate for the tourists around me, so I became the least foreign of the foreigners. Oh, there you go. Um, putting that Korean language um, knowledge to use, and it just it is the most satisfying thing, is it not? When you can put it to use, well, it's lovely that you were able to make it out here. And I know it's hard to travel, but maybe you should take the advice of your coworkers and take more breaks. And you know, Seoul's always here for you. Well, I hope that you get back into the swing of things, where you are not your home and back at work. Jongsonga writes, My daughter said that there was an earthquake and she was hiding because she was so scared. But somehow her dad found out and came to save her. And she was so happy to see me and thankful that she cried herself awake. Oh no! Oh my my, that sounds like a bad dream. Nizan Raman says, Hello Lena, how are you? I am fine. And I like The Chance of Love by TVXQ. Please play it. Alrighty. Well, thanks for writing into our message boards and for your song request. Let's listen now. Here is Dongbang Shingi with Unmyung, The Chance of Love. Not entirely. Two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track. It's Parallel Universe. Today, we'll listen to two songs that share the title, In the Night. We'll start with the K-pop song, In the Night, by Park Jae-jung. This balladeer made his debut as the winner of a TV audition program back in 2013, and he has since been beloved for his warm, resonant voice. As for his song, In the Night, it was recorded as part of the soundtrack for a K-drama in 2020. It's an acoustic ballad track that describes the protagonist's wish to always be by the side of the person he loves, like a satellite orbiting around a planet that's visible in the night. The song starts like this. You shine so brightly that it seems the whole world is made for you. I want to give you a hug when cold wind blows, but you're so far away, always out of reach. On days when flowers bloom, I want to look you in the eye and do everything with you. I'm circling around you like a satellite, like a satellite. All right. That's a a lot of pretty imagery going on there. As for our non-K-pop side, we will listen to In the Night by American indie pop duo Fly by Midnight. Hailing from New York, but now based in sunny Los Angeles, duo has been described to have taken the music industry by storm and continuously crafting their own unique blend of indie pop anthems and hit singles. Their song In the Night was part of their sixth studio album entitled Fictional Illustrations, released in March this year. Here's a bit of the song's lyrics. 
Under the stars is when I'm over the moon. Your body shines the darker it's in the room. I count the hours till the sky fades to blue, cause the heart in me's only on my sleeve in the night. When it's just us here in the night, I can see so clear every time. Until you disappear in the light, we only make sense in the night. Oh, I like that. There's a little bit of fantasy going on there. We only make sense when it's in the night, in the dark, but when the daytime comes, we don't make sense. Interesting. Let's listen to these two songs back to back In the Night by Pak Tejung and In the Night by Fly by Midnight. The Night by Fly by Midnight, and before that, In the Night by Pak Tejung. Those were the parallel universe songs of the day. Now, in part two, our expert with impeccable taste, Professor Cynthia Yu, will join me in the studio for OFD and chill. So, don't change the channel. Let me wrap up part one of the show with one more song. Here's Cheese with Kajim Mai Charam or Just as a Lie. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. OFD and Chill will be coming right up. Professor Cynthia will be joining me here in the studio. So if you can't decide which Korean movie to watch or which K-drama to watch next, which K-star to follow now, first hear out what she recommends. We're going to take a quick song break so Cynthia can settle in. First up is Kim hyun with Is It Love, featuring as one, followed by Ali and Paul Kim with their song Han Mukkaso for less than a month. moment countless titles are showing at the movie theaters and even more dramas are out there for you to binge when every one of them is as inviting as the next how do you decide just where to start maybe you should first OFD and chill K-dramas have been huge for several decades, but the real secret is out now. Korean films are also awesome. So be it film or TV, and the subtitles are just like a normal part of everyday life for all of us now. Mm -hmm. But you just don't know where to go next. OFD and Chill will be your guide, and our guide, an expert with action-packed taste. Mm-hmm. It is Professor Cynthia Yu. Welcome to the studio. Hello, hello. Hi, hello. how have you been? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. You're good. wrapping up your semester soon. Uh, so close. So close. Our, so close. We have a couple listeners who are attending mm-hmm. university and they're like, one more test to go, two more <laughs> tests to go. This is my last week. So is this going to mm-hmm. be the final week of classes for you, finals, etc.? No, we. No? this is week 15 for us. So ah, we have one more week left. One more week going. Mm-hmm. All righty. And then after that, the kids will be done. And however, you will be starting. Well, hopefully finishing up. The hopefully grading, up right? Oh, mm-hmm. are you that um, like timely with the grading? I've been sort of in a cave Oh, the last couple oh, wow. of weeks just to make sure I'm like up to date on all the grading. So all yeah. I have to do is just get the last exam in uh-huh. and then. Yeah. So you're pretty close to. I'm so close. Oh, you're so close. I'm so it's close. So exciting. But you know, it's the weather is getting so hot, <laughs> and then there is these horrible like forecasts about just like rain, rain, rain this yeah. summer. So I'm like the super El Nino, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess it's that time of the year you really don't want to go to school. But what a crappy <laughs> time of the year to like. 
you it's, know, it's, go on it, vacation. Summer is not an easy season in Korea. Right? That's for sure. Um, so, but we have to get back into the mode again. Here mm-hmm. we are again. We have to always be ready for rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to adjust for it. And I don't know, in part one of mm-hmm. our show, some people were cheering themselves up with things to look forward to, like summer foods. Okay. Like pingsu okay. and watermelon juice. What is a summer food you're looking forward to? Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe our Kong listeners can inspire you. I do throughout the love next sort of hour. like you know some like salady. Oh, salad like, stuff. I yeah. don't actually. I for some reason I don't crave the pingsu and all of that. I don't either. I'm not a pingsu fan. But I like I like some like you just don't want to like you know um, open up like use your oven or you boil don't want to cook stuff. It's right? true. You want to go a little more raw. Yeah. Basic. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of cooking those carrots, just eating them raw. Right. Okay. Yeah, I get in that mode too. So that kind of like yummy salads, you yeah, know, some try. sort of like poke bowls or something <gasps> okay. like that. Right. Yeah. I'm like really getting into greedy. Nice. Right. Nice. You know, the oats are different kinds of grains. Mm-hmm. I think that would be nice. The whole key is just nice. like to not to fire up that oven. Yeah, I mean, the stovetop. Yeah, that the oven's stove, not so bad. Oven and stovetop. We do tend to drift away. Mm-hmm. I'm looking into more salads. Like if it, even if I fire up my stovetop, it'll be to cook the quinoa that goes in a salad, yes. right? Yes. Um, but yeah, I think we're kind of getting into that mode, and I think you know those little things will get us through mm-hmm. our soha kings, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of people saying hello. Hello, Cynthia, Chungsonga, and Tape Warren. Update 2000, Kim Jisoo, Lahab82, Alicia, 745LLK, and Ian Kane. They go, Yupa! And <laughs> hello, Kyosunim. They're all welcoming you. Now, Alicia, our um, listener from Sydney, just returned actually from a trip here. Oh, in wonderful. Korea. And now she's sort of missing it. Reality Aww. Blues. And says, I need more Korean stuff to watch mm-hmm. before I forget Korea again. No. Well, this is your segment. Right. And as I teased at the start of the segment, we have an action-packed suggestion for you to start things off. It's true. I mean, for some re- reason, a lot of the Korean OTT sites released the latest John Wick movie. That's right. So I noticed that. On all of this, a lot of these sites, it was mm-hmm. just like, one, two, three, four, John Wick, 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 Wick. You know, whatever. <laughs> That's right. Just all in a row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. there were these two mm-hmm. new uh, a movie mm-hmm. and a series that mm-hmm. was sort of beating John Wick oh, in the really? Korea ratings, like in the Korean Interesting. list. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was kind of curious. And this the series that I want to start off with mm-hmm. just actually got released okay. this weekend. Okay. But it was kind of fun. Just eight episodes and we just sort of like blasted through them. Oh, interesting. And even my husband liked it. He was like mm-hmm. laughing along. So like, a lot, lot of fun. And it's, it's also action. And a lot of a lot of action. <laughs> like you know Your he, face just sort of your eyes got like super big. Like a lot of action. I mean we enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. we're actually very bad with like blood and gore Too so we would sort of violence. yeah because it's all knife fights oh see that's the thing about korean action films i kind of prefer like shootouts a because it's, it's distant yes, and long distant right but yeah. knives you get up close it's very personal and it's like it's intimate. Oh, i don't even like paper cuts you know oh right? yes we nobody likes paper cuts truly um uh yeah all right but mm-hmm. Because we are looking at a new season. We were talking about the summertime. One huge genre for right. the summertime here in Korea, action. action. Absolutely. So it's no secret why mm-hmm. um, we would uh, be having a lot of these kind of, right. I don't know, a lot of action things being rolled out right now. Yeah. Even beating John Wick. And right. what is this um like beating out John Wick thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> the English title is Bloodhounds. Bloodhounds. Yeah, in Korean it's Hanyang Gedder and it's mm-hmm. based on a very popular um webtoon. Ah, so this Kim- OTT mm-hmm. series. Right. Mm. It's directed by Kim Ji-won mm-hmm. and written actually. He's also the screenwriter. Mm-hmm. Um he has a habit of both directing and writing the screenplays for movies like Cheongyeon Mm-hmm. Midnight Runners mm-hmm. that came out in 2017, and then 
The Divine Fury or oh. Saja in uh-huh. 2019. Mm-hmm. And then this very interesting comedy called My Heart Puppy or oh. <laughs> Mengui that just came out earlier this year. Mengui, that of, is the greatest title. It is. It's kind of hard to believe one guy wrote. Right. Not Such just a directed, diverse kind but just of... wrote all of these yes. films. From My Heart Puppy to Bloodhounds, right. and definitely two different things mm-hmm. going on here. Um, we're going to launch into our discussion of Bloodhounds, but after a quick song break, here's Infinite with Chuyokja, The Chaser. That was Infinite with Chugokja, energetic songs mm-hmm. to get us into kind of like the mode to discuss new action-packed series coming out. Not only do we have the John Wick very popular series all out on OTT streaming sites, we even have some Korean contenders. Yeah, this is actually really fun. It's mm. like John Wick had a really big sense of humor <laughs> okay. and mm-hmm. a best friend. And a best friend. And they also found community. Like, it wasn't, you know, usually most of the movies, you know, in the series, he's doing it alone. It's right. John Wick. That's true. Right? One man against, like, the world, the, com- the literally, corporation. Literally. Literally. Right? Mm-hmm. But here, you know, the two main characters, um, it, well, it's just an awesome bromance between oh, the two main characters. I like bromance. Right? I even like it better than Sissimance. <laughs> Sistermance. <laughs> I like bromance. I don't yeah. know because men, men becoming vulnerable to each right. other and accessing emotional mm-hmm. women doing that is like that. We do that every day. Yeah. But men doing that is that's kind of like to unicorns, watch. right? It's true. There's it's... actually a lot of unicorn characters oh, here. That's, that's something mm-hmm. to watch. All mm-hmm. right, Bloodhounds is our new OTT streaming um, yeah. series. You said it's based on a web comic. Yeah, and the title is Hanyangkedir, and I think that's the term for what you call the muscle behind sort of crime syndicates or these loan sharks uh, or gangpe. Okie dokie. Right? Mm, I mean, the muscle. The muscle mm-hmm. and the bloodhound, because they're hounding the people who they're, owe them money. And they're hunting you. They're right. Chasing you down, right? You if, down. You owe peop- if you owe these loan, loan sharks, sharks money, mm-hmm. sometimes you might escape and try to, like, you know. Sure. Hide out in a hospital. That's what some Or even like, do. you know, somewhere in Southeast Asia. Sure. And they send these bloodhounds to we'll track get them. them and get their money back. Right? Wow. Mm-hmm. But the two main characters, mm-hmm. um, played by Wudu Han and Yi Sangi, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not your typical bloodhounds. Mm-hmm. They sort of just fell into it okay. because uh-huh. the mother of Wudu Han's character, mm-hmm. lovely woman, unfortunately, um, got roped into a horrible, I think, illegal contract mm-hmm. and owes money to this really uh, horrible, horrible, horrible loan shark. Oh, no. Bad, um, bad, 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 people. And um, it's owned by Kim Myung-gil, played by none other than Park sung you mm-hmm. know, who just has a sort of, like, patent on these sorts of horrible <laughs> characters. You know, it, it makes you wonder about the guy because he's so good at playing these Awful. See, awful, if it makes you wonder people. about the guy, right? it just means he's a really good actor. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. sure. Mm-hmm. But it's true. Some of right. these people, they they do do a little too well. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a great couple. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> a great couple. A great bromance couple. Yes, because okay. Isangi, he's slightly older, mm-hmm. but he is funny. Okay. Like, so he's like the. He's not exactly the brains. Neither of them really are. You know, oh, they're not super whip smart. Oh, they're not even oh, super not smart. Not the sharpest tool. No, not at all. Oh, but okay. they are diligent. They're all muscle, I okay. think, right? Okay. And it's actually funny because not only are they the odd couple, uh-huh. they kind of like really, you know, kind of not dumb and dumber kind of level, <laughs> but you know, they kind of not quite that to right, that extent, but right. Um, but you know, so Isangi plays a really hilarious older kind of brother, mm-hmm. Hyung, mm-hmm. and then Uduan plays this, he is just super kind. I mean, you just see oh. it in, your, in his face. Okay. Mm-hmm. He has these puppy dog eyes. Oh, I'm looking at him right now. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was this one scene yeah. where literally I saw, did they just CGI something <laughs> into his, you know, pupils? So they... Anime eyes? Yes. I'm like, <laughs> how did 
they get that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how did, did they just do it so that the light reflect off oh, of no. his perfectly rounded pupils or something? <laughs> yeah. He had definitely like puss in boots eyes, oh. you know? And mm. w- so I think it was perfect casting oh, for wow. these two. Yes. And they had really great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Now, what made them sanyang um, kedir later on in the story is mm-hmm. because they're both boxers. Ah, there you go. So there's the explanation for the muscle. Right. Of course, they didn't intend to become muscle, but um, because of the situation that his mother was in, Mm -hmm. they needed to get, uh, you know, alone very quickly. Mm -hmm. Luckily, Mm -hmm. or maybe not, they (laughs) run into the other unicorn, unicorn character played Mm -hmm. by the legendary Ho Juno. I love him. He plays Che Sajang. Yes. Why call him? Why I why? describe him as a unicorn character is uh-huh. because he is actually um, a legendary char- leader of the loan shark industry. Okay. But he kind of retired um, years ago, and now he uses all his money to just lend people money for free, like with no interest. Mm. He does expect them to sort of pay him back eventually because mm. I think that forces people to get on the narrow, right? Mm, Straight right. and narrow yeah. as well. Right. It's, it, it helps them. And also, I guess, when he gets the money back, he can lend it to other people. Right. Ah. But his whole thing is often lending to people who have no other recourse. Also, you know, usually for folks who are looking for medical care, mm. right? Oh, I see. Yes. Right? Expensive medical bills. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, unicorn character, mm-hmm. right? Have you ever heard of a friendly... Your friendly neighborhood. <laughs> no, ex-gangster who right. now just gives money away for free? No. Nope. Right. That's nope. right. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Right. <laughs> but Hojino plays his character perfectly. Wow. Because he can inhabit both roles. You can That's imagine true. him as his sort of like... He used to be a scary, scary figure. Man, right. But then you can also see him as a kind figure. Right. And yes, you're right. Unicorn. He's a hermit. He's in Hermes. He just, he inhabits yeah. both worlds. Yes. Perfectly. Yes, it's true. So he hires both of them mm-hmm. um, to work with his, um, not exactly like um, daughter, but mm-hmm. I think it's his ward. Okay. Hyunju, played by actress Kim Sehro. Mm-hmm. And these three are basically form this kind of three musketeer group okay. to mm-hmm. root out some bad eggs mm-hmm. in the private loan industry. Right. Because she's sniffing out this one guy who seems to be doing really horrible things, right? Mm. And later she connects him to Chemyeonggir or Park Sung. Mm-hmm. And this is where all heck yeah. blows up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ah, interesting. So we're getting kind of like steeped in the world of uh, shady yes. money lending. Yes. Right? And how they like, actually part of the fun was, oh, so that's what they do. That's how they get you know, these poor folks, ro- you know, roped, roped in. in, right? Right. And how they make money from that. Absolutely. And then how they use that to buy out people in the police and government and mm-hmm. the chebars. And and then at the end, it is it is like a pyramid scheme. At the end, it's all these poor folks who have mm-hmm. nowhere to turn, mm-hmm. right? Who end up kind of paying for it all. Oh, my goodness. Right? That's true. And also, the fact that they can be preyed upon like mm-hmm. this um, also speaks to um, just a lot. When you have a desperate person, the yes. average Joe, I mean, you know, you you would think, oh, I would never get roped into mm-hmm. this. But you'd be surprised. And a lot of these people are really, really smart, right? Yeah. I mean, about I think, it. Yeah. I think the point also, what I really enjoyed about the show was that this, you know, was filmed a couple of years ago mm-hmm. during the pandemic. And oh, it was. They used the pandemic in the storyline. Everyone was masked up yeah. in public indoor places. Oh. There was this hilarious scene yeah. when someone was, you know, about a mask, right. mask wearing. Right. And they focused on mm-hmm. these store owners who were, you know, really shook from affected really badly, badly by, by the, the COVID. pandemic. So where did they turn to? These loan sharks. Ah, right, because they've got rent and overhead, but right. there's no customers. Right. Right, and it's not a lockdown, but mm-hmm. I mean, you might as well have been. So it was a very ah. thoughtful way of weaving in, you know, 
real stories that's of people I mean, suffering from the COVID pandemic. That's true. Even throughout the entire pandemic, right. as much content as came right. out, I think there was like one case series that right. actually incorporated the pandemic and everything else was just alternate reality. Yeah, I mean, right? and it was, I remember that drama too. Mm-hmm. I think it was 21, 25. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, because they were taking, you know, temperature or something. Right. It never really... F- made it into a storyline or a character no, itself, No, it was right? an incidental thing, but they included it in there to be the present day. And I remember thinking, you know, this is kind of a shame yeah. and because a lot of people struggled, a lot of people persevered, and it seems like there will be no sort of Korean storytelling mm-hmm. of those yeah, it's experiences. Yeah, it's a wealth of, wealth of resource and inspiration for right. stories, absolutely. And it's a real kind of pity for mm-hmm. our collective memory yeah. of that you know, her in this time. Absolutely so. JAL3631 says, you know, I haven't seen it, but now I'm curious. Uh, well, stay curious. We'll be back with more. Here's a 17 for our next home break, song break. It's Home Run. Home Run! You're back with One Fine Day's Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. We're in the studio with Professor Cynthia. We have an interesting John Wick comment in the spirit of all this action-packed summer uh, goodies to check out. Jung Sung actually says, I was surprised to learn that the motorcycle scene in John Wick 3 mm-hmm. was apparently an homage to the motorbike scene in the movie Agnya. I didn't know that. Oh, a- I, an homage to I a Korean I thought movie. it would be the other way around. That Anya was an homage yeah. to John Wick 3? Yeah, or maybe... Cause Did actually... Anya come out first, though? Oh, yeah. I think is it Manya? I'm, I'm getting confused with another movie, Manya, or maybe... Mother? Oh, okay. No, I maybe... think it's Anya. I'm going to look it up. Okay. All I'll right. Sure. But in any case, um, that they're, it basically is just all homages of each other because mm-hmm. it's... Something like John Wick is a stylistic tour de force. That's right. Now, how is the style of action here in Bloodhounds? Yeah, I mean, much more realistic, I think. Mm. Actually, I think in many ways it's much more realistic than other kind of similar action movies. Oh. Uh, One of the things I noticed was that there's no genius hacker. Okay. Right? That, that, um, like, ubiquitous, always present, genius, Kentucky person of the team. Who can kind of, like, GPS everything and break into every... Oh, so they don't have that. No, but um, in the latter two episodes, they kind of team up with um, someone higher up Mm -hmm. in the police, and he brings in a couple of his subordinates to help out, right? Take down this loan shark guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of them is actually a hacker Mm -hmm. or, you know, sort of serious IT person. Right. But and then in that kind of part of the story, Mm -hmm. they really kind of detailedly explain how you could hack on hack into a person's phone. And it was much more harder. Yeah. Difficult. Mm -hmm. And kind of interesting because I didn't know you had to do that, which also Lena never <laughs> use a Wi-Fi, unsecured Wi-Fi. Okay. That's just begging someone. Begging someone to hack into, into you. you. It's right. totally possible when just you do that. use your data or don't use your phone at or all. Or use something that's very secure. Right, Like, right. you know, it's, it has to be a secure Wi-Fi. Right. Just don't use anything okay. random. No, <laughs> so when honestly. I'm on the KTX, just no, don't, don't do it? Be careful, man. <laughs> Turn off the Wi-Fi? Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean... So it was like those little touches also, um, you know, usually in these action movies, it's so easy for people to track other people using their GPS. Yes. Not true. <laughs> in Korea, yeah. you know, if you want to figure out how where people are going through, like through the CCTV mm-hmm. network, like you need some guy in the police department or whatever mm-hmm. to give you the okay. <laughs> you know, there's no like private way to do this. Right. So it's seriously difficult to do it unless you have someone under your payroll. And, you know, it, it just, it, it addresses one thing that I've mm-hmm. always noticed in TV and movies lately, where you have this like universally amazing quality Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. 
where <laughs> members of a team can uh, talk to each other, even though one is flying out of a plane, yes. right, and right. skydiving down to the earth. Yes. They're 20,000 feet in the sky. And another one is like in another neighboring city. Or it could be in space like Fast and Fury. Right. right? <laughs> or, they, or someone's in a bunker. Uh, and for some reason, they can all communicate mm-hmm. with each other by tapping their ear. Yes. And they can all hear each other perfectly. And I'm yeah. like, what? Sometimes I can't even talk to people on my phone in an elevator. Yeah, that's why it's really funny when you see reality. Um, I remember seeing this older movie and they Mm -hmm. were like trying their walkie-talkies and it was just working. (laughs) They were like getting the radio, you know, the signal out like, what? What? Yeah, raising the antenna. This doesn't work. It's true. And this Mm -hmm. is so clever of Bloodhounds. Like you said, this is their sense of humor. They're actually going to be like, hey, we're going to be realistic about it Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, we can't track people on the GPS just like everybody else in the movies. Right. And you know what? <laughs> and it make is, that kind of the And gag. you can't just hack on, hack into like the right. CCTV kind of system and do it so easily. So they make that the bit. Yeah. I think part of that is because, you know, the writer-director worked mm-hmm. on 청년 경찰. Mm-hmm. So I think he had that experience and knowledge of the police system mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. used that very well here nice, as well. Nice. Now, I mentioned some unicorn characters, right? Yeah. There's a third unicorn character played by none other than Cheshiwan, who is this guy. <laughs> it's really hard for him to play anything straight. No, because no. He's, he's just, just too just handsome. Handsome and charming, and he's, he's just, just funny guy. He's just too unreal, yeah. Right? Yeah. And he had... He played the third generation Chebar, Chebar Samse, oh. which always means that he's going to be a total, you know, jerk yeah. and an often the, the, evil okay. villain. Yeah, he's character. a he's an heir, right. heir to the um, conglomerate dynasty, which uh, usually means he's going to be an unlikable character. Right, usually the villain. Sure. Right, mm-hmm. uh, that's what I totally expected him to be, but he ended up being like a scene stealer. I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Later, he teams up with the bros to take down Chemyeonggil. Oh, nice to have someone. Right? Yeah. And he actually ends up being real Chijiri character <laughs> oh, that no. turns into maybe a heart of gold. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Question mark. Interesting. Right? Okay. But Some unexpected turns here. Yeah. Another no unicorn. Casting. Right? Mm. A kind of kindly, maybe hearted Chebar Your character. kindly neighborhood, friendly neighborhood Chebar. Chebar. Right. <laughs> Very nice. And, you know, his. I also thought um, his um, maybe an elder brother, like mm-hmm. a Chinchok Hyung, mm-hmm. played by actor Che Yongjun, was just so hilarious. Those mm-hmm. two, like mm-hmm. when you have a, someone who is so talented, yeah. they can bring so much little detail into, you know, pretty rote character, a it's trope true. character. That's very true. But they add all this detail mm-hmm. that you just fall kind of like oh, oh interesting interesting i enjoy seeing this character and k-dramas are so good at uh just sort of making you really invest in characters right. and this is no exception it sounds like yeah um you know there is i saw this review mm-hmm. on the website and you know it was someone from canada i think mm-hmm. he said you know this show has brotherhood bloody fights mm-hmm. and mukbang yeah oh yes mukbang mukbang Really? It's true. Mukbang mm-hmm. actually plays a really interesting role in the drama. Oh. Usually, it doesn't happen in action movies. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of mukbang in mm-hmm. rom-coms mm-hmm. or sort of day-to-day, you know, those kind of human dramas. Yeah. Because it's how people sort of connect over food and drinks, right? right. But not so much in action thrillers, mm-hmm. unless it's like, soju and yeah. like, oh, oh, you know, that sort of thing. Sure. But here, you see... They're, these two guys love to eat. Oh, right? okay. They're, in fact, in one of the scenes... And scene, they probably have this metabolism, yeah. right? So they can really put it away. Yes. Okay. That's one of the scenes uh, when they drink with um, Che Shiwan's character uh-huh. and his brother. They try to drink these two under the table, but they end up getting drunk themselves. <laughs> and that's when they you know, start going like, you're my young, uh-huh. you're my ow, and I'll uh. take care of you for." Ever, you know, that right, sort of thing. The liquid emotions. And then the next day, mm-hmm. it goes into the next day, and they do the hejang lamyeon. Mm-hmm. And the, the hangover lamyeon. The hangover lamyeon, and like the camera really sp- like spans lovingly over <laughs> the lamyeon and the kimchi. Nice. Like, the, so important. Right? I must have kimchi, yes. And it's kind of like, you know, the sort of blood packed, but it's yeah. over hejang lamyeon right. and kimchi. Wow. So I just thought, wow. 
I love that. Right? Very kind of down-to-earth in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. I did not expect all these sorts of mukbang scenes. Interesting. And, you know, you have the usual ones where people sort of, like, become a family through eating kimchi jjigae together. Right, right. You know, a home-cooked meal. meal. There's also this story of involving a cheukbokgum restaurant owner who Mm -hmm. gets... You know, who also falls prey to one of the loan sharks mm-hmm. because she's so hard hit by oh. the pandemic. Right. Right. So right. that's not just like mukbang sake, but it's no. actually trying to weave in a COVID 19 storyline right. into it Absolutely. with mukbang. Very interesting. Right. A lot of different places to, I mean, we know about mixing genres, mm-hmm. right? But uh, it seems like Kim Joo-hun here, he really decided to just, I don't know, take kind of like outside the box thinking in terms of fusing together different yeah, genres. To I was kind of surprised. Like, it seemed like a mix of different genres mm-hmm. inside. and But it was, it was actually quite appealing. Wow. You know, not everyone loves the shimpa That's or the true. melodrama. The melodrama. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a nice kind when of... Res- if it's, when it's... Pres- you know it's going to be there mm-hmm. because it's sort of a given. Mm-hmm. But if it's not too spoon-fed or if it's not too insulting to our intellect, I, I don't mind it either. I think it's the actors. You know, oh, it, yes. it was pretty it much... It always comes down to It that, was, right? but it was Hojino. The performances, yeah. 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 And, and these two leads were just, just so genuinely mm. cute. Absolutely. You know? and, Hilarious. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so sounds like something really to check out. Yes. All right. It was Bloodhounds here. We'll be back with more. Speaking of Lee Sang-hee, uh, he was, if a lot of fans remember, part of the MSG wannabe unit. So we're going to listen to them with Nader Anan Saram or Only You. That was MSG Wannabe. They sound fantastic. The uh, MSG Wannabe unit was uh, affectionately called Jeongsang Donggi <laughs> uh, for Kim Jong-su, Lee mm-hmm. of course, Lee Dong-hui, mm-hmm. and Jung Gi-seok. And uh, Jungbin1782 is mentioning the mukbang scene and then said, that's true, you know, the eating scene makes me choose the dinner menu of the day when I see it like the same I'm like oh they're eating jeukbokgum yeah. stir fry pork I'll eat stir fry yeah, pork now that happens a lot that yeah. does happen a lot yep it's true and Jung Sung says wow what a multi-talented actor mm-hmm. Lee Sang-hee and Lee Sang-hee that is my official impersonation of and there, there, there's that. There All right, go. we're gonna move on for Bloodhouse. You have one more interesting kind of suggestion for us. Yes, because it's a movie that's sort of keeping all the John Wicks at bay. I couldn't believe it. Really? This movie was number one on the list. <gasps> no on way! The weekend. I am so curious. Right? Okay. It's called Count. Count. Okay. Yeah, it actually didn't do very well in the box office. Oh, okay, so right? it was a theatrical release. Yes. And then just finally made its way to OTTs. Right, it came out in February, okay. didn't do very well in the box office. <laughs> okay. But it's now, you know, at least for the first weekend, opening weekend, mm-hmm. right, be- beating out John Wick. Wow. And, um, but it's it's too bad. It mm-hmm. did it, And it's strange that it didn't do as well because mm-hmm. the production team behind it was made Exit. I love oh, that movie. Oh, that Jo Jung Suk movie. Right. I, that's still on my playlist, right? but that looks really good. Oh, we should see it. Yeah, okay, I'll take it okay, off. Okay, I'll watch it. Okay, I'll watch it during the weekend. Okay, good. <laughs> and then uh, another drama mm-hmm. comedy that we talked about earlier, Noe Kyoran Shi. Right? Oh, that's right. right. Yes. Now, this was filmed and it finished um, filming in 2020, June of 2020. Okay. But mm-hmm. um, it just didn't get out in time, mm-hmm. you know, because of the pandemic. Ah, so right? this was also kind of shelved yes. for the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, this ac- this movie is actually based on a true-to-life character, Park Xi'an, mm-hmm. who won the gold medal in boxing mm. during the Seoul Olympics. Okay. However, you know, his reputation was sort of maligned because he also thought he didn't win the gold medal match. And everyone, even Koreans, believed that there was some sort of match fixing behind the scenes. Oh, so it was called, he was called, called that he, was, he won the medal, but, but then... 
everyone just thought... But they, they said, no, that's wrong. It was a wrong call. Yes. So um, later, you know, I think later when he was interviewed, he said, you know, the, so, there was still the Cold War going on. Mm-hmm. And there were rumors that East Germany were bribing the judges mm-hmm. to win more gold medals than the U.S. Oh. And so there were a couple of, you know, kind of iffy results mm-hmm. in the boxing champ in the boxing tournaments, oh. right? And unfortunately, I think he, he fell into that controversy, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Um, but you know, later, I think years later, um, the Olympic Committee ruled out that there was no sort of effort, Funny business. F- effort made by his team or uh-huh. the Korean Federation mm-hmm. to, you know, fix his match. Ah. Uh. But who knows what happened? Like he also believed that there was something funny business going on because he actually literally thought he lost that match, oh. and he was shocked as ev- as much as everyone mm. when his arm was you know up. Right when it right. was called that he was the winner. Mm. Yeah, but then this sort of ruined his life. After that, he no. retired from boxing, mm-hmm. and he went back to his hometown to teach mm. high school PE wow. in Jihae, Jinhae, Gyeongsangnam-do, okay. South. Gyeongsang province. Okay. So this story is sort of roughly based on his life. Oh, so it is based on a true story. Yes. So Jin Sung-gyu plays Park mm-hmm. Shion, mm-hmm. and you know by now we know he's you know, a huge name mm-hmm. in Korean cinema. You know he played the Chopok in Pamje Doshi, mm-hmm. and then Kukanjiko. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the police <laughs> officer. Yeah. Uh, even like uh, in the sci-fi movie Sung Leo, yeah. right? And more recently, again, you know, leader of a global sort of drug ring in Gongzhou 2 International, right? Mm -hmm. So this was actually his first kind of feature, meaning he was the first kind of main lead. Oh, interesting. Right? He's a very familiar face to all people who are familiar with Korean K-dramas and movies. Mm -hmm. But now he gets his own movie. Right. Or he is actually the lead here. And he actually looks really good. And Mm. I was wondering about that. And when I looked it up, Mm -hmm. it Actually, he has experience with boxing. His oh. father was an amateur boxer. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. And when he was going to school, he actually wanted to become a PE teacher himself. He loved, you know, teaching and he oh. loved sports so much. Oh, so there's a lot of in- interesting, uh, just coincidental parallels with his own personal life right? and the character here. And he grew up in China himself as well. Oh, wow. Right. It's his hometown as well. Wow. Um, the other casts are wonderful. There's Yu Song Yubin, who mm-hmm. plays Yu Nu, his sort of protege. Mm. You know, a younger up and coming boxer, perhaps? Yes, okay. Because um, Park Xian's character, mm-hmm. or Jin Song Yu, sorry, mm-hmm. you know, starts up a boxing pool or nice. team. Naturally. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, I love this young actor, Song Yubin. He mm-hmm. was just wonderful in Chang Neumann romance. Oh, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And more recently, he was in Manual Part 2, mm-hmm. the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to also give a shout out for two, two kind of supporting characters. Mm-hmm. I did not expect them to see in these roles because they're quite small. Yeah. Lee Hong-ne, who okay. I really loved in The Uncanny Encounter. He played mm-hmm. her like the villain character. Oh. He was also in Kugyong He won awards for Tugong Pi. Mm-hmm. And right now he's in also Nangman Doctor Kim Sabu 3. He is such an interesting face. Mm. And I was really surprised he played a very small role, but this was filmed in 2020. That's true, that's true. Before... There's a lot to happen since 2022. Right. Yes, right. Right? Mm. And I also love this other small character played by actor Taino, mm-hmm. whom I just think is just a wonderful actor. You know? Okay. And yeah, the rest of the cast, Onara, Gong, Go Changsok, mm-hmm. wonderful. And then smaller roles by play by actors Kim Mino and Ko Kyupir. Okay. Also. Another strong cast here, I'm thinking. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, the movie, of course, didn't do that well mm-hmm. in the box office. Yeah. But if you're interested in the sort of like, uh, how do you guys say Like Karate Kid? Oh, a little bit underdog. of a mentorship going on right. here. Okay. Sort of the underdog story yeah, in yeah, yeah. South uh-huh. Gyeongsang province in this small town in the 90s. That's so right. it has this Another really huge piece. retro feel. Like mm. it's just post, you know, Seoul Olympics. Mm-hmm. So you get all the sort of, um, you know, the setting and even like 
the ramen that people are eating. It's different kind of. That's definitely ramen. There's some mukbang there. here as well. A little bit of mukbang going mm-hmm. on as well. And the director actually even played around with the screen ratio to oh, match the kind of like what Twenty Five Twenty One did. Yes. Uh-huh. Of the day, yeah, like yeah. the TV or yeah, movies yeah. and things like that. Uh-huh. So I think that was a nice little touch. Oh, very interesting touch. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's part of the reason why people are so interested in this movie, why it's like leading the charts right now on top 10 in Korea mm-hmm. today kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know how long <clears throat> it'll survive out there. But still, you know, well, and if you love Jin Sang-gyu, mm-hmm. I love this actor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, To see him it. in his uh, first pretty much leading role, right. even though he's a very familiar mm-hmm. face here and there and everywhere. And also, he sounds like kind of a lovable character, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, it's not the love mm-hmm. then, right? Someone that you can root for. I think him and um, also Hojuno in uh, yes. Bloodhounds, those are going to be the, the, really the two big draws for me. I, mm-hmm. I always love that, like, second chance or kind of, I don't mm. know, theme that we see a lot uh, these days. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your suggestions. We got a little bit of nostalgia Mm -hmm. and also a little bit of slick, stylistic, and funny going on. Two very popular series right now trending on OTT. And of course, always with your action-packed taste, you're on top of it all. I am. (laughs) (laughs) This was like, just I was like, wow, this is like, you know, it just came out of the oven kind of thing. Yeah, really. I can't watch. Hot off the press. Right? For sure, for Mm -hmm. sure. Well, thank you so much, Cynthia. We'll see See you next time. All right. And we're going to close out our show with one more song here. Here's Punch and Hasomu with Johnny. And I hope you all have a great evening. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs> uh,